Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Hour number two. Well, kind of. It's going to be part of an hour at least. Dan Grosser Show right here on 98.7 ESPN. We're going for 30 more minutes. Then we'll take it right up until Padres and the Dodgers right here on 98.7. 800-919-3776. At Dan Grosser, G-R-A-C-A is where you can hook me up on Twitter if you feel free to do so. So, the football. And, and, and that's one of the things, especially when, you know, you have a city like ours where at least one of the baseball teams has been extremely relevant for the past 25 years and has been playing baseball into October, sometimes deep into October and even into November on a fairly consistent basis, you know, two and a half decades. So what happens is, is that by and large, the football teams, whether they're good, whether they're bad, they're kind of second fiddle until the baseball season ends. And the same thing is happening this year. Because you have the Giants at 4-1, and one, who make no mistake about it, boys and girls, they are the biggest surprise in the National Football League thus far. Hands down, there's not even a close second. It is the New York football Giants and what Brian Dayball and company have done Despite the injuries, despite the mishmash lineup, and I don't care who they've played, they've played five games, they won four of them, that's good enough for me. And then you got the Jets, who have been down in their luck for how many years, right? And now here you are with a winning record for the first time in five seasons. And you see this young talent, which has been brought into the organization over the last couple of years, now starting to flourish and blossom and become some of the major players in the entire National Football League, and they're starting to catch a lot of people's attention. So as you continue to win football games, the stakes keep getting higher and higher. And I know that the Yankees are still playing here. But think about what's happening this Sunday, right? Jets are going to Lambeau Field to take on a Packers team, which the Giants just beat last week. Giants just pitched a shutout against in the second half of this game. But it happened in London, but it still counts as a win. They don't get half a win because it happened in Europe. It still counts. And then the Jets get to go to Lambeau and take on Aaron Rodgers, and they're angry, and they're reeling, and they feel that they need to bounce back into the win column and once again take hold of that NFC North, which right now is being controlled by the Minnesota Vikings, believe it or not. And this Packers team has really not gotten going offensively. Do you believe the Green Bay Packers? are not even averaging 20 points a game on offense through five weeks. I mean, that's unheard of when Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, right? And it's taken him some time to get acclimated with these new wide receivers. They can run the ball really, really well, but and their defense is pretty good. But they're just not lighting the scoreboard up like we're used to seeing Rodgers and company do. And he got the Giants, who are now going to go home this week Unfortunately, not even in first place in their own division at 4-1 because Dallas is 4-1. The Eagles are the only unbeaten team left in the National Football League, but still playing good ball. And now they're going to welcome in a Baltimore Ravens team 
which represents a pretty good challenge. Baltimore has already won a game at MetLife Stadium this year, back in week one against the Jets. And they've played better football on the road this year than they have at home, where they've let a couple of significant leads fall by the wayside. And you hope that, let's see, tomorrow's Friday. So when you look at the Yankees and you see this schedule, game four, if nothing gets altered because of the rain tomorrow potentially, game four would be Sunday in Cleveland, right? So at the very least, maybe the game is played, maybe it's not being played. You know, the football teams could have the eyes of New York on them exclusively when you're talking about trying to make that statement and trying to get people to take notice of you. Because at this point, they deserve it, don't you think? They've done a really, really nice job, much to my surprise, much to a lot of people's surprise. But it doesn't discount what they're doing. And as far as the Jets are concerned, you're 3-2. and two. And I was out there today, sat down and did a one-on-one with Coach Sala for our pregame show on Sunday. So you'll get a chance to hear that beginning at 11 a.m., of course. Good conversation with him. Quincy Williams was on the practice field today. You might get him back for this week's game. Think about that. Quincy Williams, when he went down against Cincinnati, you thought that he was gone for the season. Remember, they had to bring out the cart. They had the leg in the air cast. That generally does not serve as a good indication that you're okay or you will be okay. But he's on the practice field after just a couple of weeks. It's great. And when you looked at the schedule before the season started, you saw, you know, the middle of October at Green Bay. Oh, that's a loss. At Denver. Oh, that's a loss. Home New England. Oh, that's a loss. Really? That's why you got to let the games play themselves out, and that's why it's foolish each year. Like I say, the people that do that stupid win-loss game at the beginning of the year, you don't know how these teams are. You don't know how your team is going to be. And a game that seems daunting when the schedule comes out, once you get to it in reality, it's very winnable. And did I think in a million years, though, that I would be sitting here days before that Packer game telling you that it is a winnable football game for the Jets? Because it is. And next week, the trip to Denver, did I think that I would be telling you would be a very winnable football game? Because guess what? If you've watched the Broncos play offense, if you've watched them try to run a game from the sidelines, it's a winnable game. Patriots at home in a couple of weeks. Winnable game. I'll tell you this. And you don't want to look too far ahead. But if the Jets could find a way, it's a big if, right? Big if. If they could find a way to win two of the next three games, which I think is possible, right? Take care of your home field, beat the Patriots, and then get a split in either Green Bay or Denver. We could be talking about a team that is playing meaningful games when Christmas rolls around. You know, when you go sit on Santa Claus's lap and he asks you, what do you want for Christmas? And you say, I want jet meaningful games this time of year. I think you're getting those. Because it would be pretty hard not to. Unless the bottom completely falls out. But generally speaking, in this 17-game world that we live in now in football, If you win nine games, right, which is nine and eight, you go nine and eight, you're going to be in the conversation for a playoff spot with all the parity in the league. 
nine and eight, and you're in the mix. Now, I don't know how tiebreakers and all those things are going to sort itself out, but you win nine games, you're there. Jets are three and two right now. All you got to do is play 500 football the rest of the season. Go six and six, and you're nine and eight. And, you know, there's still some uncertainty because the Jets really have not flirted with prosperity in the past. Like, we were talking about this today out there, me and some of the guys. Like, what if the Jets, and I know that this is a, maybe it's a little bit of a risky proposition, but I'll throw it out there anyway. And anything is possible, especially the way this league is and, and the unpredictability that's attached to it. What if the Jets are getting better? Like, what if they're just, like, coming of age now? It's possible. When you think about all these young players they have on the team, Joe Douglas, I, I mean, should be taking victory laps for what he's done in the draft over the last two seasons. And some people want to throw cold water on the victories. You know, they point to the quarterbacks that the Jets have beaten this year, that they're not all that impressive. Well, you know what? He, I respond to that with this. Jets have had their own starting quarterback for only two games this year, and they've won both of them, right? So what if this is just who they are and what they're becoming? And to play 500 ball the rest of the season, I don't think is a tall order because once you get to Thanksgiving, that's when the schedule on paper was, quote-unquote, supposed to lighten up. That's when the Bears are there. That's when the Lions are there. That's when the Jaguars are there. That's when the Seahawks are there. This is still all down the road, right? A trip to Minnesota, who despite the 4-1 and record, I think is beatable. I mean, the Bears almost beat them there last week. Take two out of the next three games, and you could be talking about a very fun, special season for this football team. 800-919-3776. That's the telephone number. Paul in Queens. He's up next here on the Dan Gross Show. Paulie, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Dan. You do a great job on the postgame show, and uh, I'm going to tell you that because I've been watch- I've been hearing the Jets on the radio since the, the days of, uh, you know, uh, Dave Jennings. So you're doing a great wow. job, let me tell you. I appreciate that. So, well, don't skip on the pregame show either. Come on. We do some damn good work before the game also. Sports. Absolutely. Here's what I wanted to tell you, that the key. Yes. The two keys here on this team compared to last year. One, one key is, last year, if you remember, opening day, there were massive injuries on this team. You know, the other call already called about the secondary. That thing was decimated yeah. last year. We had to get guys from the practice squad to come in from, like, Philadelphia to play for us. Yep. So thank God so far, injuries are not as bad. Offensive line, but they're getting healthy. You know what I mean? However, here's the key to the season, and all Jeff fans know. The adaptability, and that's the operative word here, of Robert Salah as being an in-game coach, so we could kind of like him as Jeff fans. And I say, hey, the players are winning. And I'll tell you why. Look at the third quarter statistics. The Jets are the worst team in the NFL scoring in the third quarter. 34-3, to three, they're getting outscored. Yes. So you know what? At halftime, I want to see those adjustments. If there's adjustments and this team is healthy, then they got a shot, Dan, if you really think of it that way. Well, Paul, I'll tell you this. Yeah. No, I'll say this. And, Paul, thank you for the phone call. You get back to me. You know that as always. 
You're right about the third quarter stuff, 100%. But they make for make up for it in the fourth quarter. Because they're the highest scoring team in the NFL in the fourth quarter. And they also lead the NFL in creating turnovers in the fourth quarter as well. Those are two pretty good statistics to have in your pocket, right? Because if you throw in the Pittsburgh game and the Miami game the last two weeks, the Jets have scored, let's do some quick math, boom, 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 35 unanswered points against their opposition in the, four, in the last two fourth quarters. 35 unanswered, and they won both of those games. I'm not even bringing up the Cleveland game because, you know, that was borderline, fluky, miraculous, whatever you want to call it. Pittsburgh, they just beat the Steelers in the final 15 minutes. Miami, they beat them over the final 15 minutes. And you can talk about the quarterbacks that they faced and so on. That's, you know what? Jets have had injuries too. How many different offensive tackles have the Jets u- used this year? You know, this Sunday, knock on wood, they might actually start the same five guys on the offensive line that they started last week. How, how about that? Is that not a novel thought or what? You're actually playing the same five offensive linemen for two straight games. Continuity, baby. We're getting spoiled. That giant team that went to the Super Bowl in 2007, with that, that, that offensive line, those five guys, what was it, Dave Deal, uh, Richie Seibert, Sean O'Hara, Chris Snee, and Kareem McKenzie, those guys played every single game, all 16 in the regular season and the playoff games in the Super Bowl, every single game. Imagine that. Jets are just trying to get, you know, cross two off the list back-to-back. 800-919-3776. We'll take more of your phone calls and a little bit more on the Giants as well because they deserve some love and some respect for what Brian Dayball and company are doing with that team. Remember, we're rolling until 8.30 tonight. Then it's game two, Padres and the Dodges from Chavez Ravine. Dan Gross' show, 98.7 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, 
Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Programming reminder, and I put this stuff on Twitter too. That's why you got to be following me at Dan Grasa, G R A C A. Tomorrow, because we got Rangers tomorrow, Rangers look to make it 2 0. They're going to be in Minnesota to take on the Wild. Pre-game starts at 7.30. So what we're going to do is we'll do a nice little half-hour lead-up into the pre-game beginning at 7. Uh, and then yours truly will have pre-game, post-game, intermission, all that stuff for the Rangers tomorrow. But you get a show from 7 to 7.30. Friday, you got to wake up a little bit earlier, set your alarm, set your reminder, whatever. 10 a.m., we're in for Greeny again on Friday, 10 a.m. to noon. We'll do a nice big football Friday extravaganza like we usually do. We'll have Yankee playoff conversation there as well. So tomorrow, 7 to 7.30, then the Rangers, and then Friday, 10 a.m. to noon in for Greeny. So that is how the rest of the week is going to shape up here for you and I on 98.7 ESPN. Ira's in Staten Island. He is up next. I, good evening. How are you? Hey, good evening. I'm glad I got you tonight with your Thursday and Friday schedule coming up. Excellent. So, uh, you know, you know, it's funny, like you said, when the schedule comes out, you know, oh, at Green Bay, okay, you know, no shot. But I agree with you. Like, this is a winnable game. Uh, listen, the Jets are going to have to play the A game. There's no two ways about it. The thing, you know, doing my homework, and I know the Packers are struggling offensively right now, but at the end of the, end of the day, it's still Aaron Rodgers. The thing that I look at defensively, I want to see what solid schemes up with Urbrook because – you know they run the ball well. You know, Jones and uh, I forget mm-hmm. the other guy's name. They could run the ball. But you can't load the box. I don't care what type of receivers the, the Packers might not have. You still got Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball. So it's going to be really, you know, just as X and O's, it's going to be fascinating to see how the Jets attack this. But I do agree. You know, I, I think if they could keep this a one-score game going into the fourth quarter, you never know which way the, the ball is going to bounce. So if they, if by any chance they come out of Green Bay with a win, I, I totally agree with you. Come, come Christmas, the Jets will be playing very meaningful football. Ira, you take them one at a time, and I'll tell you, and just enjoy them. You know what I mean? Because you know as well as anybody how difficult it's been. You know, like, we can have fun and have these arguments, but, like, you're making the trip to Lambeau, enjoy the game. Hopefully they're in it late. Hopefully they got a chance to pull it out. But don't look too far ahead because, unfortunately, there have been so many years in the past that by the time you get to mid-October, any Jet conversation is centered on the upcoming draft already for next year. Where are we picking? Who's good? You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're worrying more about college football on Saturdays and, and scouting prospects than you are the actual team on Sunday. So just enjoy these. And you know what? This team ain't going anywhere because of all the youth and the young talent they have. I think good days are ahead, and they might be here present, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? It's very refreshing not to put on the Saturday afternoon football to see what's coming out in the draft. But like I said, Sunday will be fun. It'll be a fun day in Green Bay. And I want to see what the Jets are made of. I think they're going to get the Packers a decent game. No doubt about it. Ira, good stuff. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for the phone call. You know, I I asked the coach today, and again, you'll hear the whole interview on Sunday uh, during the pregame show. You can't help but think, you know, this team last August, remember they went to Green Bay during the preseason? They scrimmaged against the Packers a couple of days, and then they had that preseason game. And unfortunately, that was also the place where Carl Lawson got injured, and he ripped his Achilles and, you know, was out for the season. That was 14 months ago. And I brought that up to the coach today about Lawson 
and now you see him rounding into form. He had a great game against the Dolphins last week. Had the big strip sack in the fourth quarter, which led to the Quinn recovery and set them up for another touchdown. But, you know, he was just so many pressures and so many quarterback hits last week. You're starting to see that burst again from him. And I asked him point blank. I said, you know, that was 14 months ago. How much better of a team do you think you are than the one that was out in Green Bay last year? And he said that they're a better football team. And, you know, I, I'll let you hear all the specifics and, and stuff on Sunday morning. But, yeah, that's something you have to bring up. And, you know, even with Lawson and the rest of the guys on that defensive line, I mean, that, that is the key to that defense. And those guys are balling out and only getting better. And I think we were both saying that, you know, there's even another level they can get to. And you ask me, I think it's just getting going in terms of the fun that you're going to have as a fan. All right, that's going to do it for us. Remember, Padres-Dodgers coming up next game, too. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at 7. Short show leading up to Rangers at 7.30. But thanks to Joe Leo, thanks to Harvey Cruz. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Dan Gross is saying so long. Enjoy Padre-Dodger baseball, everybody, on 98.7 ESPN.